Welcome to the Future Accords on KTUH University of Hawaii Radio for the cultural and educational enrichment of the students of Hawaii as well as the global community. On this show, we will interview thought leaders to hear about their past, present, and hopes for the future. Join us as we dive into topics around the five P's of sustainable development, people, planet, prosperity, peace, and partnerships. I'm your host, Ari Eisenstadt, and let's explore the future together. All right, check, check. Aloha. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. This is Ari Eisenstadt, and we have a special interview with, for you all today. I'm here joined by Seth Breezy, and we're going to talk about the future of music, fitness, and media. Seth, thanks so much for being with us. Thanks for having me. What's up? Uh, so you're coming uh, to us from the D.C. area, and I'm really excited to talk about your new song uh, called For You, which has peaked on iTunes in the top 14 in the United States. So huge congratulations on that. That's really exciting. Thank you. Appreciate that. Awesome. So, Seth, you're a you're a musician, you're a, a fitness influencer and, and media expert, and I'd love to really go into a deep dive on your your past experiences, your current uh, projects that you're working on, and then your vision for the future. Uh, so, yeah, let's let's dive in. First of all, wh- where are you from, and and what's your your background? How did you get into uh, to music and fitness? Well, I'm from Baltimore, Maryland, and. Uh... I just I got into I got into fitness at a young age, you know what I'm saying? Um playing sports, football, you know what I'm saying? And um music. I've been writing music since I was probably like twelve years old and I started recording uh halfway about halfway through uh high school, maybe like fifteen, sixteen, and uh my sounds just evolved and but I've been I've been at it, you know what I mean? So it's been dope. And who who've been your your musical influences in your in your writing of music? In my writing of music, man. Well, I listen to all sorts of music, so it's probably a couple. I probably take a little bit from everybody and kind of just like just you know what I'm saying my interpretation of what I like. My earliest like inspiration or influence would probably be Lil Wayne back in the day. Lil Wayne was my favorite, my absolute favorite artist. And then obviously, as as time's gone by, I, I like I like a lot. But I listen to, I listen to uh, also pop punk music. I don't know if you're familiar, and uh, a lot of acoustic uh, pop songs and and that sort of thing. So Ed Sheeran, Ed Sheeran's dope, uh, Bieber's dope, pop punk, real friends, story so far, all that sort of thing. So I like the rock influences with a little bit of rap and, and everything. So my sound is kind of like just everything, you know? Nice. And w- what genre would you categorize the the current music that you're working on? In? Uh, I say hip hop slash pop, you know what I'm saying? But some people will tell me like, they think it sounds more R&B, but I personally think it sounds hip hop slash pop. Nice, and it, I think with new music, it's really transcending genres, but I always yeah. love asking artists how they categorize their their work. What is your physical background? Um, did you start playing sports, or how, how did you get into this whole this whole fitness influencer world? My entire dream growing up through life was to be in the NFL. Just growing up, I was a fan of the Baltimore Ravens my whole life. Um, and I played football and we I was blessed. We won a couple national or excuse me, a couple state championships in high school. I was lucky enough to go ahead and play at the next level. So I played ball and NCAA for four years. And uh, again, I was lucky enough to go to the national championship. And it was it was good. You know what I'm saying? It was a good it was a good ride. It was a good time. I took a lot from that experience. But that that gave me my core root of 
I guess you could say fitness and athleticism, I guess is a better word. But um, yeah. And then after I, after I graduated college, stopped playing football, I kind of just like, I was a social media has also been a huge, huge part of, of everything since I was like 16, 16 or so. So that's, that's been right there with me. And so as soon as naturally, as soon as I stopped playing football, I picked up full swing, the social media sort of thing again. And, uh, I didn't play football, but I still had my physique. I still had my, my lifting experience. And, and so I just kind of fell into modeling like that, you know? And what, what were those workouts like when you were playing football in college? Uh, is there is there stuff that people can do at their regular gyms or did you need specialized equipment? They were gruesome, but now nah, we did a little bit of everything. We did, it was, we did a lot of body weight uh, functionality stuff, mobility stuff. Stretching was key. We probably stretched like three, four times a day, partner stretches, solo stretches, everything. Stretching and flexibility is is key to honestly health. I've never I've never really had any any serious injuries. Never had to have surgery or, or anything that's too crazy that a little bit of rest won't fix. So we did a lot of uh, body weight sort of things, and um, but we also we also got down to it and and got in that weight room and threw down. So it was it was a, it was a good balance, you know. And how about how about the food that that you would eat? Did you have any special diets or philosophies around around food? Yeah, I guess it just depends on what your goal is. You know, um, if your if your goal is just perform and be, you know, have as mo- the most energy as you can have, uh, you know, come come game time, come time to perform. Um, you know, you want to make sure that you're getting those calories in. Um, I'm big on calories. I'm big on you know, if if you like I say, if you're trying to perform and get them in, don't miss them. You can't afford to. And if you're trying to, you know, maybe tone up a bit, maybe shape that physique a little bit, and you got to bring it down a notch. So this, like everything in life, is about finding that perfect balance. You know what I'm saying? So. Absolutely. How about supplements? Did you take any natural supplements or synthetic supplements? Growing up, I think like everybody, I uh, I took uh, standard protein shakes after my my workouts late at night. I wanted, you know, something. I was want to I want to put some mass on, get big. So I was taking protein shakes. Uh, probably for like my first year, maybe two years of lifting. Probably stopped at my senior year. And then uh, come college, I started taking masculine. When I got to college, I was one of the smallest kids. Believe it or not, people were always saying I was big. When I got to college, I felt like I was one of the smallest kids on the field. Mind you, when I got to college, I played DN. So I was like supposed to be one of the bigger dudes, which is why I got moved to fullback uh, permanently. But um, it, you know what I'm saying? You live and you learn. Like I said, as big as as big as people think I am, it was like I was getting up there looking around. Like I was afraid to step on a scale. Like I would try to hurry up before my coach see me and like down a jug of water real quick to put those extra pounds on, just so I wasn't embarrassed. Like, but yeah. So and, and you also drink uh, Bang Energy. Um, what was it like? What was it like forming a partnership with them and becoming a Bang team member? Uh man. Uh, that was that was that was really cool. That happened about a last January. So. Not this past one, but 2019, uh, and it was cool, man. Uh, I was, I was, I was in and out of Miami often, and as you know, they're they're based uh, a little bit north of Miami, so they were really strong in the in the area back then. I had a couple couple friends through social media that I modeled with that uh, that were signing them already, and um, they kind of just like as I got familiar with the team, they brought me on board full time, and uh, it's been great. They take care of me, and uh, and I and I love Bang Energy. Like I said, I'm not I'm not huge huge on supplements, but Bang is 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 my is one of them for me. So I was I couldn't have been more happy. That's great. So what was what was your first commercial uh, music experience like? Uh, of going from from a hobby and a passion to to a career. My first my first like professional commercial. Uh, music experience was prior. It was around the time I was uh, uh, halfway through college. I was in a uh, I was in a rock band, and um, we played pop punk music. I was vocalist, and and uh, I was like kind of I was performing on the road with them and whatnot. And uh, right 
around, I remember one summer right after that, I came back home and I got, I started working with this label and we were making, uh, we were making our own music. I was making my own singles and, you know, everybody else was on the label and it was, and we were doing our thing. One of the most uh, different things for me was making, uh, making music with like bigger brands like McDonald's and uh, uh, certain, certain car companies and, and, and net TV networks. And, and so that was, that was cool. It was a different experience and it was more, uh, direction than I've ever really received in my life as far as music where I usually just had the freedom just kind of create but it was more like you can create but create in this manner you see what I'm saying and, and so that was that was that was a learning experience see what I'm saying but it was fun and uh and honestly throughout all this I just I just learned how to record music you know what I'm saying so if anything I just kind of like perfected a craft I was working on and did you work with with managers and agents and and agencies around when you started doing that that commercial work I, I didn't have a manager at the time. I um, I had I had we had the the label head, who was who was a very close friend of mine's, uh, and he loved he loved everybody on the label. He's an overall good dude, and uh, but he was basically like our manager. We we I, his lawyers were our lawyers, um, so he was basically the manager. You know what I mean? But no, I didn't have no agent, no specific agent that connected me or manager like. I just, I was just doing me, got plugged in and yeah. What did you, what did you use as far as uh, production software uh, and any other tools to, to start to refine your, your music and really, really start, start recording? I use, personally me, I use Logic. I use Logic, but um, I know most people use Pro Tools, but I've always used Logic. I, I feel most comfortable on there and I feel like I can, I can get music how I want to get it uh, perfectly. So for me, it hasn't been no issues. Great, and that's what we use at KTUH. We're big fans of Logic. <laughs> that's that. That that brings us to our present and this this new hit single for you, uh, yeah. which you actually recorded at home on lockdown. Is that right? Yes, yes. I recorded that probably probably maybe we started working on probably like a month ago. Yeah, recorded right here in this room that I'm in right now, and uh, I think is this mic using this mic like so. Uh, but yeah, that was it was a crazy prize. Like I say. And then lockdown has a lot of pros and cons to it, but one of the one of the better things was I was able to focus and prioritize, you know, this aspect of my life. So I just kind of I just kind of got right to try to make the best of my time with what I had. You see what I'm saying? And it turned out I, you know, so. love it. So what what was your process of of writing the song? Did you write the lyrics first? Did you write the the music first? Uh, there are lots of layers on top of that with the harmonies and and effects. What what was your what was your creative process like? Uh, it was it was a lot like uh, most songs I write. Um, you know, we once once we got the beat down, kind of how we wanted, or at least or at least you know have a, a layout of how we want it. You know, I just my first step always is just get to melodies. I'm really big on melodies. I want my melodies to be addicting. You know what I'm saying? And um, I just started. I start humming. I might just say a couple of gibberish words, just like whatever. Like don't the words not don't really matter. You know, I'm just trying to find that melody. How I'm gonna sing it. And then after I get that perfectly, I'm I'm gonna start writing. I'm gonna start filling in the words and, and getting those to flow perfectly. So that was that. I got I always start on the hook. Uh, so that way I get how the song gonna be first in the main parts of the song that's going that's gonna resonate with people. And then and then I, I fill in the gaps. So and I write the first verse, second verse, and anything in between. So yeah. Did you have a key or a chord progression in mind, or it was more just uh just trying to to sing through it and really feel feel the vibe you were going for. I, I just vibe off it. When I make it, when I make it melodies with the beat, yeah, we play around with different chords. We play around with different progressions and whatnot. But when I'm coming down, when I'm, when I'm coming, trying to come up with my vocal melodies and, and that sort of thing, I don't, I don't, I don't, some people, you know, they write songs, this song gonna be about this. 
this song gonna be about this. And that's cool, I might do that sometimes. But honestly, if I'm being honest with you, probably 80% of the time, I don't have no idea what I'm, what it's about to be. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go with how, just how I feel and I'm gonna just blow with it. So, you know what I mean? So once I get that melody in, I'm gonna say a couple, I'm gonna freestyle a couple words and if I like something, I'll run off of that, and that's and that's how I that's how I wrote the hook. That's how I wrote that's how I wrote the verses, and and I like it, and I tweak and I tweak. So and so, can you say a few of the the lyrics um, uh, for us, and and yeah. uh, kind of convey what what you were thinking in in who for you, who who is you in in the song? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, the hook. I just I tell you the hook. The hook is said you're different, but you're not. Played the fool. Yes, I got got. Sort of the whip right off the lot. It's in the wind because there's no top. So the whole vibe of the song is kind of like you took a chance with a with a girl and and she's and she's like she said she was different. You thought she was the one that whole sort of deal. You know what I'm saying we all heard the story and and then uh, but she got she she was a she was a gold digger. She was a player. She wasn't different. That sort of thing. Clout chaser. All of the above. You know what I mean like whatever happened, it didn't work out. So you got got to, I'll take that L sort of thing, like, but it's not really an L after all, because I sort of went right out the lot, it got no top, so it's all good. And and that was basically, and that's basically the vibe of the song, so it's kind of like, it is what it is, you know what I mean? Love it. Oh, but one of your other singles, I Don't Care, has has a similar type of vibe, right? <laughs> uh, it's a, a breakup, there, there's... It, relationship adversity but um but it's their it's their loss is that is that the idea that yeah, that, that's 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 basically it yeah basically it don't it don't really matter like i mean it, it is whatever happens happens it is what it is so i don't care that's, that's probably that was probably one of my first favorite songs that i wrote and a simple song but it's just i love it it's one of my favorites and um uh, i don't care it's a lot like that too so i don't care if you find my side you know what i mean and re- really cool music video you uh, on a skateboard um is that is that something that you've done that you've done a lot also yeah actually i do not skateboard um that is, uh, I remember when I was young, I broke my wrist skateboarding down this big old hill when I was like seven years old. So I actually don't skateboard. That was a drop deck longboard, which I used to, I got, I was into for like maybe three years, like mainly college. And we were, that video was filmed in, um, in California, in Moreno Valley, if you're familiar. And it was in, the, it was in our neighborhood and it was, I mean, you've seen the video. So it was cool. It was one of my, it was like my first time ever trying to film these, but we were kind of just messing around. My boy had a camera. We were, you know what I mean? In the, on the truck, I was on the longboard. So we just kind of messing around, but we already had a song. We just wanted to put, put a visual out there. So we just kind of mashed it together. Such DIY uh, music and, and art that has really blown up. How, how exciting. Um, and do you, have, do you have a plan for, uh, for a music video for this song or what, what is, what is it like right now with with the lockdown and the quarantine and everything? And how do you plan yeah. around your music with that? Definitely. Well, I mean, I released I released this song maybe what April April seventeenth, eighteenth, somewhere around there. And um, I plan I plan on having a music video, and I have planned on obviously having one at the appropriate time. But I, you know what I'm saying now, I feel like I probably should have. Now I'm feeling like I probably should have already had it out, sort of sort of deal. But it's all good. You live and you learn. But I do still. I I am still gonna put that together. Um, it looks like it's, I'm probably gonna have to expedite that process now. So um, I was gonna wait till after quarantine, but I'm probably honestly gonna just do it. Um, we probably gonna have it's probably gonna have a little bit of dancing in there, a couple of bad chicks. You know what I mean? So it, it'll be dope. It's something to look forward to for sure. Awesome. Um, what else have you been doing as far as your as far as your physical training uh, and your other media outreach? How how has that uh, limited you or motivated you during this this lockdown experience? Physical training. Uh, Reminds me of reminds me of back in the day when I was doing my my uh, at home workouts, 
you know, I mean, I was in weight training in school, but when I wasn't, I was just grinding in my room, you know what I mean? So same sort of deal was good. It, it feels good. Like I say, it, it gives me time to focus on the things that I really didn't get time to focus on before. So I'm thankful for that. Body weight resistant bands. Uh, got, got a couple of dumbbells in here. Got a couple of foam rollers. Absolutely essential. We got the deep tissue foam rollers, the, the moderate foam rollers, you know what I'm saying? Keep my, keep my mobility right. So keep myself loose. So... <laughs> How much time do you spend working out a day or or a week for for a professional athlete like yourself? So so honestly, if I'm being honest with you, typically and am I when I was you know when I was doing um when I was doing like competitions and and even when I'm about to step on the runway, my it's when it's obviously when I'm really training in my hardest. You know what I mean so so probably I'll probably spend hours in the gym and I'm and I'm really focused on my diet all day long, all week, all month long. Um, but right now, like I said, I'm focusing more on music. So honestly, I'm spending an hour training like that. But I mean, I'm also I'm also putting together choreography and dancing and stuff too. So uh, it's it's maybe maybe a couple hours of physical activity. You see what I'm saying? But um, and that's another thing. Now I got time to work on choreography and dancing and whatnot. So I'm loving it. Man. Yeah. What what is what is the choreography process like? Are you able to do that? Do that virtually? Or are you coming up with your own dance moves? I, I don't consider myself a dancer, but ever since I was a little kid, I always used to mimic dance moves. And I had to be real and say, I used to mimic Chris Brown dance moves and everything. Like, I used to learn all, like, the whole thing, you know what I mean? So, so like, there's moves in there just from when I was young. So I just kind of, like, just flow, freestyle, and I just kind of do whatever. So, I, you know what I mean? And, and I, got, I, got, I got pretty decent footwork, so I just put something together real quick. Something just... If it look good, it look good. If it don't, we'll scrap it. We'll do something else. So you know what I'm saying. So it's cool. And do do you try to match the choreography to to the music? Like, do you sing and play play the songs that you've been writing and try to see where where dance moves go to? to oh yeah, hundred hundred yeah, definitely. Um, I just I just kind of see what 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 flows, what goes with it, and uh and like I say, I just set up the camera or if I got a mirror, and if it looks good, like I say, it looks good, or or I might take or I might just do. And this is also, this is actually a similar thing I do with music too. I'll do a couple takes, right? So I, I might freestyle on a, on a mic, you know what I mean? Or, and I, or I might freestyle when I'm dancing, you know what I mean? And um, I'll just go back and I'll take parts. So if I like the beginning of this one and then I kind of fell off, all right, I like, I'm, I'm going to do that. And then I'll take the middle, same thing. If I like that of the next video or the next take on the mic, you know what I mean? Then I'll do that and I'll just, I'll try to get perfect parts everywhere and fill in the gaps and then, I just do that, and then and then once I memorize the choreography that looks great from beginning to end, that's that's what it is. So, what are your thoughts for for upcoming music? Are you working on an on an album right now? And do you want it? Do you want it to have a similar vibe to uh, to the songs that you've currently published? I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be um either an EP or album. Not quite sure yet. I guess we'll we'll, we'll see how many songs I got, which ones I want to go ahead and put out there for the first uh, full project and, um, but probably either a six to 12 song project. And um, it's going to be, a, it's going to be real similar. A lot of, a lot of melodic uh, flows, rhythms. Uh, we're going to keep it, we're going to keep it trapped, but we're going to keep it, we're going to keep it heartfelt as well, you know, at the same time. So it's going to be cool. Um, something new, actually, I, I'm just going to have a, a little bit of a slight Latino influence. So you might hear me singing a little Spanish on there and that'll be dope. But um, something that resonates, you know, I, I have a huge fan base in Miami, shout out to Miami and a huge Latino audience. Brazil, Sao Paulo, so uh, all that. So definitely expect that. Very cool. Did you did you grow up speaking Spanish also, or is that a newer thing yeah. that, that you learned? 
No, no, no. I do not. I do not. I'm not fluent in Spanish. I understand bits and pieces of Spanish. I can I can answer in Spanish a little bit, but um, it's something that that'll that'll get better with time. Like I say, I, I live in Miami. I have a place in Miami as well, so I'm around the Spanish Latino community uh, a lot. So it's getting there, but with time. And what's the what's the tempo of for you? Do do you know the the beats per minute uh, of that? I believe, I believe that's 170. Do you see? Do you see your other songs being around around that area, or or do yeah, you- probably give or take, give or take, maybe a couple, maybe a couple slower songs. But I'm also, and that's another thing. A lot of a lot of a lot of songs that I'm working on are gonna be like. Um, I know it sounds all over the place, but a little, uh, maybe something for the dance charts. Hopefully, we're gonna see a little something. So I don't know what you would call maybe a little maybe a little electro pop. I'm gonna be rapping on it all. Like like I say, like we said, it, it transcends. So it's gonna have a little bit of uh, maybe a hook where it's literally just the instrumental just going dumb. You know what I mean? Like and then uh, and that sort of thing. So it might pick up the pace a little bit. <laughs> nice. And releasing the song in April, you haven't been able to to even see anyone else really dance to this this song that's blown up. Um, Not not too many, just a couple, just a couple. I've seen a couple videos out there and I'm just like, damn, but uh, I'm like, where, I'm like, where are they getting this choreography from? This is crazy. Y'all got to plug me in on this, but uh, uh, I'll post some of them here soon in a bit, but yeah, I I definitely, TikTok's been going, going dumb for a little bit too. So I'm, I'm I'm excited to see that, that pick up as well. Uh, And uh, yeah, I want to ask about these different virtual platforms and then also once lockdown is over, what, what live performances look like, but what has it been like to, to experiment and interact on all these different social media platforms? Do you see a, a place for each type of content or do you try to have the same stuff on, on all of it? What, what are your favorites? They're all different. I think they all have a similar, a similar thing that you got to go to, to, to get the, to get the traffic, uh, to make the content hit, but they're all very, very different at the same time. Um, because you have to cater to whatever it is, that we're talking about. So, you know, on Instagram, you know, for me, it's just, it's about the pictures, it's about the feeds, about keeping the audience engaged. On uh, YouTube, it's a bit different, you know, it's 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 more of you gotta provide quali- uh, quality, quality length content, you see what I'm saying? Um, and then and then on TikTok, which is, which is the newest one right now, everyone's going dumb on TikTok. TikTok's the future, it's like the new Vine. Um, so TikTok's crazy, you can add it, you can add a bit of humor in there, a bit of dancing, it's, it's tremendous for the future, you know what I mean? So. But there is a little. There is a way to make each one of them hit separately. You see what I'm saying? And uh, once you, once you, it's just something that like clicks. You know what I mean? And once you get it on IG, once you get it on YouTube, once you get it on TikTok, it's kind of like you you get the you get the grasp of it. So fascinating. And from a, a business perspective, do you want to focus on on one? Like, do you are you trying to to increase revenue on YouTube from ads, or is it more in like product placement on Instagram um, or like streams on Spotify or purchases on iTunes? Like where do you see the business uh, really flourishing for, for artists in the future? Ads are always great. I feel like they used to be a lot better. Everything's, there's so many influencers, internet's becoming so widely used. I noticed with ads nowadays, it takes a lot more traffic to get that same revenue as, you know, let's say 10 years ago. It's, it's world of difference. Um, so that being said, I would say honestly, you get you get those product placements, you get you get those one-off deals with different brands. Maybe get into something monthly, something continuous, and uh, and that's honestly probably where the majority would be at now. Just just keep it moving, keep your content entertaining. And honestly, if I'm being honest with you, it's probably it's probably better like that too because so just spamming ads all day, you can kind of just like 
create your content, create, you know what I'm saying, get the audience, keep the audience entertained, make the content you want to make, and then you can kind of just throw in, you know, that sparingly as you want, and uh, and it kind of just flows. So I like it like that. Very cool. And, and it, it's also um, becoming more and more um, important for musicians to, to make money off of live performances and touring. Um, has, that yeah. been, has that been difficult for the industry during this lockdown? And, and do you see that, that starting to ramp up again um, in the near future? Yeah, yeah, it's, that, it's definitely been difficult. I mean, not even just with touring, with everything. I mean, even with press publications and 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 even with just things getting done, there's a lot of things just like on 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 hold, on a standstill right now. Kind of just like and touring is probably the most extreme example because you can't even gather. You know what I mean? So that's what probably was affected the most. To be honest, you can still do little digital things and make it work. You know, if you got people working from home from their laptop doing this sort of thing, as far as those those performances and those those large gatherings, it's really taking a toll, taking a hit. But yeah, definitely, I would say I'm, what I'm hearing, and I don't know, who knows? Because we've been hearing this, let's be honest, since since February. <laughs> but I'm hearing like, like in, within the next month or so, but like I say, we've been hearing that. So. And what, what is your dream for the future of touring? Um, if we're back to normal and we have and we have stadiums again. Like, what, what, uh, what's your vision for for really creating a um, a tour that and a, a live performance that is true to your identity? High energy, high energy, a good time. You know what I mean. And uh, my goal is to see. You know what I'm saying hit hit those main hit those main stages where my where my base is. You know what I mean. Shout out New York, LA, Miami, Dallas, Chicago, all these cities. I just want to hit. I just want to hit them all. You know what I'm saying. I actually get in touch with those that's really supporting, really streaming. You know what I mean. And uh, and uh. Yeah, get on there with some maybe some similar artists, maybe some not so similar artists. You know what I'm saying? And just keep it keep it going. So keep, keep it true, you know. So you got to add Honolulu to that list now, also. Hundred percent. And you know, it's actually I'm actually coming out there July, June, July. I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm going to be performing out there, but I'm definitely going to make a trip. So I got to stop by. But that'll be dope. My first time too. So awesome. Well, hopefully we we don't have a. Uh, mandatory 14-day uh, quarantine anymore. Otherwise, we can do a concert from your balcony if that's the case. There we go. We want to make that one work, honey. Awesome. Well, Seth, thank you so much. I, I want to play. I want to play a clip from from your song for for our listeners, and we'll be able to include a link uh, to the iTunes uh, download in the description of this video, so that they can can get the high quality version but i just want to i want to play uh, a little bit of the the vibe that you're going for that is really inspirational and i think the next level of of what hip hop is is becoming Yes, yes, that is. You're already cheers, Seth Breezy. Thank you so much. It was really a pleasure. Looking forward to meeting you in person here in Hawaii. Uh, and checking out more of your music as it comes out. Aloha, yeah. everyone. I'll see you soon. Thanks for having me.